Welcome to the Drop Time Report. Turn up the volume and listen to amazing stories about big bucks and the hunters who harvested them. Here is your host, outdoor writer, Tracy Breen. On today's show, we're going to have on Steve Bartella. If you don't know that name, Steve has been in the hunting industry for years. He's a good friend of mine, a prolific outdoor writer, the host of a couple different TV shows that are produced by Deer and Deer Hunting, and also a staff writer for Deer and Deer Hunting. And today we're going to talk about scrape trees. If you're unfamiliar with scrape trees, now's a great time to learn about them. Basically, uh, we talk about putting a tree in the ground near your stand and putting a scrape under it, putting a licking branch on it to attract bucks within bow range. Uh, Steve has been doing this for years, and today he's going to break down how to do it. It's super cheap, super easy, and if you're a hardcore whitetailer, it's a great thing to try that doesn't cost a lot of money. Now, before we get Steve on the show, I want to thank my sponsors, Redneck Blinds, my title sponsor, Fourth Arrow Camera Arms, Windscent, Morel Targets, Huntworth Clothing, Pine Ridge Archery, Lucky Buck Mineral, Grim Reaper Broadheads, Schaefer Performance Archery, Illinois Connection Outfitters in Pike County, Outdoorsman's, uh, makers of great American-made backpacks, and last but not least, Wilderness Athlete. If you need to shed a few pounds, go to wildernessathlete.com, try out their hydration and recovery drinks, uh, some of their other nutritional products, enter Drop 10 at checkout and get a discount. Now let's go ahead and get Steve on the show. Welcome to the show, Steve. How are you today? I am doing awesome, Trace. How about yourself, bud? Oh, pretty good. I, I'm guessing you're uh, working hard these days on properties you manage, so uh, I thank you for uh, taking my call today. Oh, this is this is the time of year for insanity, but that said, it's a good insanity and Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. What can what can we cover today, my well, friend? Well, I, I know uh, one of the things you're big on is scrape trees. In fact, uh, because of your videos, my son and I have decided to give them a try. And I kind of want that to be uh, today's tip. Uh, just kind of highlight uh, why you do them, how easy they are to do, uh, and how effective they are. Sure. Um, well, I'll take you back to the beginning. I was... Sitting on a farm field down in southeastern Minnesota, um, <clears throat> and oh, there's this island of brush out in the middle of the farm field, and of course, every and but the island's too small to get a stand in, and if you put a ground blind in, I mean, they're going all the way around the island. There's no safe wind whatsoever. But man, if I could just shift that island over here, because every single deer that comes out in that field are going straight for that island. And checking out those scrapes around it, the, the does are checking them out, the bucks are actually reworking scrapes. And then I actually remembered a study that Deer and Deer Hunting's research editor, John J. Azoga, did. Um, he's a retired biologist from Michigan. Um, and I'll be brutally honest with you, he's one of the last true, honest, pure whitetail researchers there was. Um, but he did these studies where he hung licking branches, you know, to see, to see what different scents made 
how much of a difference the scents made and all sorts of stuff like that. And he also did a study on uh, on just planting aspen poles. And he just cut chunks of aspen, plant them, you know, in other words, just like you would a fence post, um, and uh, and do rubbing studies. Why couldn't I go ahead and just do nothing more than cut down a bushy little tree, dig a hole 20 yards out in front of my stand out in the middle of that field, and with, of course, you better not do this in a farmer's field without permission, but uh, um, if you don't own it, and boom, I don't have an island, but I got a tree 20 yards in front of me. I tried that exact same thing the very next day and killed the four-and-a-half-year-old eight-point I was hunting back there. Um, The deer, first the does come around, and I'm talking, I had, I'll spare you the details, I'd stripped down, sprayed down, all that stuff. I had just planted that tree and climbed up into the tree stand. And what all I do is, in this case... Um, go ahead and, oh, that's a really brushy tree right there. If I cut it off and planted that thing, in other words, dug a three-foot hole, um, dig a two-and-a-half to three-foot hole with a post hole digger, stick it down in there, tamp the dirt around it, oh, that would be nice and brushy. And what are scrapes? Scrapes are essentially the White Hills version of billboards. The human equi- yeah. the whitetail equivalent see of billboards. They're advertising. Where do where are all the billboards? They're the best billboards. The billboards that cost the most money are those that are in the places that stick out like turds and punch bowls, where a whole bunch of perspective viewers are going to see it. Oh, geez, you know where a really great place for this scrape would be, right out in front of that tree right in front of my stand 20 yards out in that field it's going to stick out and that's how it was born and I've used it ever I've went ahead and done nothing more than cut a whole bunch of trees and quote unquote plant them by digging a two and a half three foot deep hole Um, and then when I got sick and tired of cutting down trees I went ahead and made myself a bunch of them with treated fence posts and just slapped a chunk of a chunk of <clears throat> a two by 10 on top with some U brackets so I could feed the branches through. I'm not going to bother sharing that design because I'm no engineer and virtually everybody out there can figure out a better way to do it than I do in those regards. But the whole point is Put that billboard out in the middle of the wide open, and guess what? A whole lot of potential customers see it. Are every single deer going to come over and check out that uh, check out that scrape tree twenty yards out in front of your stand? Nope, not every single one does. But I don't care as long as it's the buck I want to shoot. Mm-hmm. And. He's not going to do it every single time, but I've found that, honestly, Tracy, that jumps my shot opportunity rates on food sources that are open that I cannot cover with my weapon. Now, 
bowl. Um, <clears throat> uh, it probably jumps it up a good 10%. I get sure. shot opportunities at 10% more of the deer if I were choose to take them um, than I would have otherwise when uh, just simply just simply by planting that spray tree out in front. What I will wrap up with on this is bushier the better. Remember, you're trying to make this thing stand out. Point those licking branches back towards your stand. You point them towards your stand, and what, is the, what do the bucks do? They position themselves nicely for a shot. You point them away from the stand, and, mm, well, they're going to give you a head-on shot. Um, so you yeah. don't want that. Uh, the, the other huge advantage to having those licking branches facing back towards, um, I, I use these, I mean, anybody who follows my work knows that I use this a ton with redneck blinds. I actually like to slightly blend in a redneck, an elevated redneck box blind. Um, mm -hmm. And then we'll go ahead and set this out 20 yards by positioning that so those branches are pointing back towards the redneck. Jeepers, I, I could be standing on top of the redneck and shoot the darn things because their attentions are focused completely away from me. I've got a known yardage. I've got more often than not all day long to focus on making the shot because it's not rushed and their attention is focused directly away from me. It doesn't cost, doesn't have to cost a person a cent as long as, as long as you got a shovel to dig a hole and a handsaw. Mm -hmm. but it, now, are you um, are you making sure when you're putting this in, you're scent free, the post is scent free, all those kind of things, or don't you worry about it? I go ahead and I take odor reduction myself seriously. I can tell you that uh, <clears throat> I can tell you that on the treated posts. I mean, I just went ahead and used treated posts and was scared to death about doing it. But I went ahead and set the first ones out in the middle of summer and had deer interacting with them right away. What if you set them out right now? I mean, you're, you're heading towards deer season or your season's open and you slap oh, one out. With a, I, I'll be honest with you. I would want, I'd be a little hesitant to set a treated fence post out right now. I would just because of the odors and, okay. And yeah, tree. I mean, are deer going to avoid that? fence line that just got put up with treated fence pole? Probably not. You know, they're not going to avoid that gate area with the treated fence posts. The rest of them probably aren't going to be treated. They're going to be uh, <clears throat> just regular fence posts. But, um, but that said, I, you know, I, I just I like to err on the side of caution. I do. Now, do you hang a dripper? I on almost all of those, I do hang drip. I I make a ridiculous amount of mock scrapes every year. I honestly think that this is one of the most ignored tools we have. I, no exaggeration. Heck, no exaggeration. I already have 150 to 200 mock scrapes going right now. Wow. The overwhelming majority of them are nothing more than licking branches. Just bend that licking branch right down. 
the whole key to messing around with mock scrapes is that licking branch and location. Remember, this is advertisement. That is exactly what a scrape is. No different than those dang billboards on the side of the highways. When you perfect, when you perfect finding those locations, those locations where deer are going to concentrate, where <clears throat> where there's a relatively open understory, so the scraped area shows up, um, in a concentration effect, and you put that licking branch right at their nose, you don't need nothing but that licking branch during the right time of year. I, as I said, I slap out a ridiculous amount of mock scrapes, and this is going to sound it, this is going to sound like a ton, but oh, I'll run twenty twenty five cent drippers. But as okay. I said, I'm going to have a couple hundred mock scrapes out there. Okay. I, I go ahead, every stand I set, if I can, I've got at least one, if not two, mock scrapes sitting there. And by that, all I mean is licking branches pointing towards my stands at known distances that stick out like turds and punch bowls. Cool. That way. Awesome. That dog, when that, <laughs> when that deer, that buck happens to be walking by, more often than not, I don't have to, I don't have to fake grunt at them. I don't have to whistle. I don't, they're stopping at a known distance and they're working a scrape looking the other way and giving me all day long to take that shot opportunity. Every time? Heck no. But if I can get that to happen 10, 20% more than it would have otherwise, that is a humongous win in this stuff. I mean huge because all the way I see it, all we're doing is playing the percent game with all this stuff. Nothing, nothing legal, fair chase is guaranteed, period. What you're trying to do is just nudge the percents in our favor, just a little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah, awesome. Well, I appreciate that tip. Uh, hopefully the listeners can utilize that and uh, kill more deer. I share that hope as well, and I'll just give them a friendly reminder to remember to have fun along the way. That's why we do this stuff. It really, as cheesy as it sounds, that really honestly is. We do this stuff because we enjoy it. If you're not enjoying it, change things up. Awesome. Thank you for the tip today, sir. My pleasure. It's great having Steve on the show. I want to thank all the listeners for listening today. These are some pretty short tips I'm giving. Uh, that's my goal of this podcast going forward is just have quick, short tips that you can use today or next season or uh, maybe some small gear reviews. But I thank everybody for listening. To learn more about me, visit my website, tracybreen.com, T-R-A-C-Y-B-R-E-E-N.com. And have a great day.